This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that proves it's never too late to make history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're talking about the criminal life of a con man who showed that you may not be able to fight City Hall, but you can rob it. The day was October 17, 1906. A German shoemaker named Friedrich Wilhelm Voigt impersonated an army officer and tricked a group of soldiers into helping him commit a daring robbery. Voigt pulled off the caper by taking advantage of the German army's unquestioning obedience to authority. By simply dressing the part of a commanding officer, he got an entire squad of soldiers to help him rob City Hall. The brazen heist wasn't Voigt's first brush with the law. His career in crime began in 1863, when he was arrested for theft at age 14 and sentenced to two weeks in prison. When he was released, he learned he had been expelled from school, so he started working with his father as a shoemaker. He never lost his criminal streak, though, and would spend the next three decades in and out of prison for burglary, forgery, and petty theft. In total, Voigt spent about 25 years in prison for his various crimes, 15 of which he served for a failed attempt to rob the cashier's office of a Prussian courthouse. At the end of this long stretch behind bars, Voigt was released in February of 1906 at the age of 57. He moved in with his sister in a small town near Berlin and resumed working as a shoemaker. Unfortunately, his reputation preceded him and the police began to pressure him to leave town. Voigt pretended to oblige, telling everyone he was moving to Hamburg, but he never did. Instead, he just kept a low profile and remained in town as an unregistered resident a criminal offense at the time. Living on the edge of society, it wasn't long before Voigt hatched the plan that would ultimately make him famous, or infamous. First, he pieced together an officer's uniform, gathering each article of clothing from a different shop. Then, for about three months beginning in August, he wandered around Berlin in uniform and tested his disguise by barking orders to any soldiers he happened to come across. To his delight, they followed his commands without question. Once he was satisfied that his ruse would work, Voigt took a train to a small town outside of Berlin and assembled a unit of about 20 German soldiers. Dressed in a captain's uniform, Voigt ordered the men to accompany him 20 miles to a town called Kupenik. He led the troops to City Hall there, where he declared that the town treasurer and the mayor were under arrest for suspected embezzlement. Without batting an eye, the soldiers stormed the building and took the confused officials into custody. Then, Voigt entered the mayor's office and confiscated the cash box which contained an estimated 4,000 marks. The phony captain issued a receipt for the money before tucking it into his pocket, and then told the men to deliver their captives to the chief of police in Berlin. Amidst the commotion, Voigt managed to slip away with the money. 
he simply changed back into civilian clothes and disappeared. It was several hours before the soldiers at the police station realized they'd been had. According to reports, Kaiser Wilhelm II thought the whole thing was pretty funny, as did the public. But the German army wasn't laughing. They launched a sweeping manhunt to track Voigt down, and a few days later, they caught him in Berlin. The daring conman was sentenced to four years for his crime, but the Kaiser, still a big fan, granted him a pardon after just two years. When Voigt got out of prison, he was thrilled to discover that he had become a folk hero in Berlin. The local wax museum even put up a sculpture of him wearing his captain's uniform. Not one to let a money-making scheme go to waste, Voigt headed straight to the museum to pose for pictures and sign autographs, for a small fee, of course. Beyond photo ops, Voigt also starred in a number of plays and variety shows about his exploits, and even published a book in 1909 called How I Became the Captain of Kupenik. It reportedly sold quite well, not that Voigt really needed the money anymore. A wealthy widow in Berlin set him up with a life pension, and the lovable crook had a standing invitation to eat for free any time at a local restaurant. In spite of himself and because of his crimes, Voigt had found a way to make an honest living after all. Today, more than a century later, Voigt is still a local legend. There's a statue of him in his captain's uniform at the scene of the crime outside Kupenik's city hall. And in 2006, Germany issued a postage stamp featuring an illustration of him titled The Captain of Kupenik. There are claims that Kaiser Wilhelm described Voigt as an amiable scoundrel. And it seems that much of the German public still agrees. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, you can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC Show. And if you have any feedback to share, you can send it my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.